Welcome to the Birth Prep Podcast. I'm Taylor, and I am here to help you prepare your mind, body, and team to best support you during your birth experience. you guys today, I wanted to chat about creating your ideal birth environment. And when I say ideal, it is absolutely in quotation marks because it is absolutely unique to you and your wants and your needs for your birth experience. And there is no right way to do things. I just want to preface this whole little chat by saying you could do it any way you want. I just wanted to pop on here and chat with you guys about how I'm doing this for myself as I am 39 weeks today and baby could literally come at any point. And it's something that I've been, you know, preparing and thinking about a lot. Um, But also I wanted to share some different things that you might want to consider for your birth environment that you might not think about, or maybe you haven't started this process yet and you want some information to start. So without further ado, let us dive into how to create your ideal birth environment. The first thing we're going to chat about is the location. And odds are, if you are far enough into your pregnancy to be considering your birth preparation experience, (laughs) then you already know where, as as far as location goes, you'll be giving birth. For me, I personally choose now to give birth in my home. That is what we did last time. Um, With my first three, though, we gave birth in the hospital, which is going to be the most common experience for a lot of us. And you could literally give birth wherever the heck you want. That's totally your choice. (laughs) But for the most common options, we have the hospital, um, birth centers, and then home births. If you are opting to give birth at the hospital or at a birth center, I strongly suggest you take a tour of the facility. This is really great to do, in my personal opinion, because it gives you a chance to see the space before you're actually in labor. Odds are, if you do not take a tour, you will never see that space until you're in labor. And at that point, it's not the time where we want to be asking all the questions like what's available, what kind of comfort items do they have, what kind of tools do they have for your birth experience, It's also really going to help you plan for that specific space, right? You want to create your ideal birth experience wherever your chosen location is, and you want to make sure that you are preparing whatever you need to, bring whatever you need to, have whatever you need to, um, be able to learn how to properly utilize the things that they have available for you, etc. And this might not be a popular opinion, but I do think that taking a tour helps with your mindset, (laughs) Fear of the unknown is a very sneaky, very real, very scary fear. And not knowing all of the details or as many details as you can possibly know is just going to open up your mind to all these what ifs and fears and um, just not being prepared enough for that chosen experience of yours. So if you are going to schedule a tour, which again, I highly recommend, make sure you have all of your questions prepared, make sure you kind of take note of what is available for you to utilize during your birth experience there and all the things. The next thing I want to chat about is your birth workers. So these are people that you are hiring to perform a service for you, whatever the case may be, an OBGYN, nurses, uh, midwives, things of that nature, even doulas, um, people that you are hiring to be in your birth space to help you achieve the goals that you set for your birth experience. You more than likely already have a provider if you have chosen to hire a provider. 
I have a whole podcast about choosing a provider. If you do not like your current provider, you can fire them at any point. Again, you are a paying customer. You are hiring these people to perform a service for you. I truly believe that who you choose as your provider is the most important decision that you can make surrounding your birth experience. It's a decision every single one of us have to make, even when we choose to be our own provider in a free birth situation. It is something that every pregnant person chooses and something that should not be taken lightly. In an ideal world, we would all get to choose our provider based on their standard of care and how it aligns with our chosen birth plan and the experience that we're trying to create for ourselves. But I know that that is unfortunately very rarely the case. Things like location and insurance and financial situation, etc. can play a huge role in the people that are available to choose from. Before we move on to the next thing, I want to just throw this out there. Your provider is not the authority figure in your birth. You are. The control is in your hands until you choose to give it away, if that's something you choose to do. I don't really recommend it. I recommend maybe being a team with your provider and making decisions together, um, but just allowing them to take the reins. That's what I did with my first baby, first couple babies, actually. And um, it resulted in a lot of unnecessary birth trauma, to be quite honest with you. I was absolutely not the one in control. And that is very common thing to happen, especially in a hospital where you are treated like a number, like the hospital that I went to. Um, and it was just not an ideal experience for me and something that I had to learn from um, the hard way. <laughs> Moving on, but kind of along the same lines, we're going to chat about support people. Now, these are people in your life that you have asked to be a part of your birth experience. For a lot of us, this looks like our spouse or partner, Maybe a dear friend, your sister, your mother, mother-in-law, whoever you want and trust to be a part of your birth space, those are your support people. Now, you can have hired support people like doulas. That would be more so a support person than a birth worker, even though they, yes, technically are birth workers because they are being paid for their service, but they more so play the role that a typical support person would play, like a hired support person, I guess, is like a good way to describe a doula. But anyways, everybody that you choose to have in your birth space to support you, they're all going to have a specific job that day to help you achieve the goals that you've set for your birth experience, just like all the birth workers that will be there in your space. Personally, my husband and my mom are at each of my births, and they support me in two totally different ways. My husband gives me a lot of hands-on support. He talks with me. He's my communication like liaison, helps me communicate with my providers when I just don't want to talk because I'd get to that point and it's just the way I personally like to do things. My mom is there as a support to myself and to my husband. She gets us anything we need, especially now that we opt for home birth. There's no nurse to get any pillows or blankets or towels or drinks or whatever. She does all of that, right? Um, the lady has fanned me for hours. <laughs> Thankfully, now we just plug one into the wall because we're home and that's probably a lot better <laughs> for her. She fanned me one time for the first baby. She fanned me for hours with like the thick welcome packet they give you, the folder of all the information. And um, yeah, MVP. Thanks, mom. So really put some thought into who you would like to be there for you as support people in your birth space and think about the roles that they will play that day. And maybe you might not know exactly how you want things to go because it's your first time or maybe you're aiming for a totally different experience this time, but you should absolutely and can absolutely set some expectations of those people and how they are going to play a role in your birth space. 
these people are not here to just sit back and eat popcorn and watch you birth a baby. Mm, absolutely not. If you want an audience and that's your vibe, that's totally fine. But make sure that they know if that is not the case, here's what you'll be doing and here's how I want to be supported that day. The next thing you may want to consider would be some comfort items. If you're giving birth at the hospital, maybe you want to bring a pillow from home, something that makes you feel comfortable. Maybe you have a favorite pair of fuzzy slippers, basically anything that makes you feel more comfortable. That is unique to you. I don't know what that looks like for you. For me, I get to be very comfortable, right? I don't leave my home. So everything around me is very comfortable. I have everything I need. I have my own clothes on. I have everything that brings me comfort. And that's very important in your birth situation. Feeling uncomfortable can cause your body to not be able to do what it needs to do that day or make it more difficult for yourself. In order to birth a baby, your body has to open and relax and not being comfortable can affect that. I always see that the first intervention is leaving your home, right? Leaving your comfort space, but you can create a comfortable space anywhere you choose to give birth. Next thing we want to consider would be any tools or aids that would help you in your birth experience. So many different things, right? And it depends on your birth space and what they provide and what you're able to bring and what you have available to you in your home, whatever the case may be. I like to utilize a birthing tub. I like to utilize a yoga ball. Um, when I was in the hospital, I really liked the peanut ball for when I was laying in the hospital bed. I liked that I could adjust the bed and be on my hands and knees in the bed and use the back of the bed as support when it was all the way up. Even just a wall. I like putting my hands on the wall and swaying back and forth when I'm having a contraction. My husband's able to do some counter pressure on my hips and it's great. There are so many options here and you need to ask and see what is available to you, what you're able to bring, what you can have in your home, etc. So when you think about your ideal birth experience that you're trying to create, what things can help you do that and you want to make sure that you have those things in place. And then lastly, I want to talk about the vibe. And my husband's like, you're all about the vibe. I'm like, yes, I am. Because vibes matter. Vibes are very important. <laughs> and maybe you don't want to use that word. And that's totally fine. <laughs> he was giving me crap for it today. And it's a thing, right? It's totally a thing. And you know what I talked about when I'm talking about the vibe, the vibe of the room, the vibe of the space, the vibe of the people there, all that stuff. Some things that can very easily shift the vibe of the room would be the lighting. That's a huge one. A lot of people like very dimmed lights when they're birthing, kind of keeps you in the zone. You can have some different scents play a role in your birth space. Maybe you brought your comfort items that smell like your home. Maybe you're wanting to implement some different essential oils, things that you like, or maybe even make you feel some type of way. Whatever you want to do, that's totally up to you. Sound would be another really big one. Complete silence is an option. Music. Maybe you want some nature sounds. Uh, maybe you want somebody talking to you, reciting birth affirmations. Maybe you have like a hypnobirthing track, something of the sort. There's so many options for this. So when you are making your birth plan and making your preparations and things, make sure you take the vibe into consideration. And then one more little bonus one. I know we kind of already touched on it before, but the control. The control, I personally believe, should stay in your hands. If you don't want the control in your hands, that's a different story. But bet your butt, just know that the control is yours until you give it away. We have a very backward system where these providers think that they have the authority over your birth experience, where they make decisions for you. There's manipulation happening in the birth space and not every provider is like that and not every provider runs their ship that way, but you are the one in control and you are the paying customer and I want you to just remember that before you choose to give your control away. That can just totally shift the entire situation at hand, right? The entire environment that you're trying to create can collapse if you give that control away. 
That's why it's so important to have a plan, why it's so important to be highly informed so you know what you're talking about, know how to advocate for yourself, and make sure that your team is there and ready to support you. Let's recap all of these very quickly. We have our birth space, so our physical space, our location where we'll be giving birth. Then we have our birth workers, these people that we are hiring to perform a service for us to help us achieve the goals that we've set for our birth experience. Then we have our support people who I strongly suggest setting expectations with in advance so that they know the role they are playing with and how they can best support you to achieve your goals. Then we have comfort items, whatever that looks like for you, various tools and aids to help facilitate your desired birth experience, the vibe of your birth space. You can control that. You can tweak it to whatever you need it to be. In some spaces, you're going to be limited, but for the most part, you can control the vibe of your space. And our little bonus one is the control or the power. Keep that in your hands unless you really want to give it away. That's fine. Um, I'm not here to make decisions for you, but it, it uh, based off of personal experience and talking to thousands of mothers at this point, um, it is best to keep it in your hands. <laughs> you have so much more control over your experience than we're led to believe. Thinking about what that ideal birth environment is for you and your chosen birth experience is very important. You can create the birth experience of your dreams. And this is just a small piece of that puzzle, but I think it's an important piece. And I hope this helps you just kind of get those wheels turning and seeing what is going to be your ideal birth experience. Next time I talk to you, I'm hoping to have had my baby, but we'll see. <laughs> I'm very excited to share my birth story whenever that happens, whatever that looks like. I can't wait to chat with you guys about it. Until then, happy prepping. I hope you are enjoying this journey. I hope pregnancy is treating you well. I hope you are getting very excited for your upcoming birth. And I will chat with you guys soon. Thanks for hanging out with me.